Welcome in, everybody, to We Are Regal Radio's fourth and goal series, where we give you four goals or keys to any Bears game in preparation and trying to get a victory. This week, the uh, opponent for the Bears is the New Orleans Saints at home, and they also get the 315, technically game time is 325 slot. So they will be America's Game of the Week on Fox. Personally, this was a little bit of a uh, tricky podcast to do because I didn't have much motivation. And and that's not because of this game specifically against the Saints. I certainly think the Bears can win this game. It's more uh, losing motivation about the Bears in terms of macro stuff, uh, the overall franchise, the direction that the ship is going in and the answers to why the ship's going in the direction that it's going doesn't really seem to add up too well. But uh, again, in terms of this game against the Saints, the Bears can definitely go out here and get a victory at home. But it's going to be a very tough challenge. And unfortunately, when you play a team like the Saints and last week against the Rams and next week against the Titans, if you have some major warts, they're going to be exposed. Of course, football is a game of adjustments and you definitely have to take it week to week. So. You can't necessarily say that all the things that plague the Bears and their Monday night loss to the Rams are going to show up against these Saints. Therefore, it's just really important for this Bears team to come out and and start showing uh, we, the fans, and the rest of the league that they are definitely contenders or at least competitive against any contender in the NFC or AFC otherwise. They need to go out there and show that they're a good football team because certainly here in Chicago, most of us speculate that they have a good collection of talented players. Not the best, not necessarily one of the tops in the NFC, but regardless, a good collection. But in order to really actually be a good collection, you got to go out there and prove it for sure. So let's go ahead and get started with our first key to this game and it's going to fall at the feet of the head coach and offensive play caller Matt Nagy for the Bears Uh, Matt Nagy as we all know kind of infamously or famously this week continued on the narrative that he's going to be the play caller and there's not going to be any changes there that's not the issue and he would certainly give off the play calling duties if he felt that that was part or the main reason one of the main reasons that the Bears aren't getting the job done offensively and he doesn't feel that way now after that loss to the the Rams you've seen enough I think from Matt Nagy to know that he's just not an effective play caller now that doesn't mean that he can't be good or have a good game but I don't think play calling is his niche You know, maybe he can be a little bit better with it. Certainly, he's had very average at best quarterbacks running his system. And without a doubt, he wants a really good one to run his system. And this system might work a lot better if he had that piece. Of course, you can say that about anywhere. Manegi has to find a way to get some kind of offensive production. And his play calling has to kind of matter. It has to be a situation where it, it, we talked about this in the past and this has been a national conversation in his era with the Bears. Scheming guys open. You know, Matt Nagy can do that. Certain people would disagree and say he's terrible at it. Yada, yada, yada. 
And, you know, maybe he is not one of the best, but I think he's capable of doing it. You see in that game against the Rams, that highlighted play where three offensive linemen shift towards Aaron Donald, leaving two guys on the backside, and that's where the Rams are rushing three. So you have a free blitzer coming at Nick Foles. You know, he throws up the ball before he gets sacked for a safety. It's way off from Darnell Mooney, but Darnell Mooney's in the start of his break. It's a very tough throw, and a lot of quarterbacks would struggle because the timing's completely off. You know, that's a great scheme by Matt Nagy right there, right? Like, he gets a guy open. They get one-on-one coverage, basically, with Jalen Ramsey and Darnell Mooney. He runs a perfect double move and gets right by Jalen Ramsey. I mean, that goes for a touchdown if he's able to get a reception there. But the problem is this offensive line is so poor that in a safety-type situation, you have to have a triple team on one of the defenders because you can't even trust a double team to take care of them. And that leaves you completely vulnerable on the other side when Brandon Staley, the defensive coordinator, calls a great blitz. (sighs) Matt Nagy has to go back to either the way he was running the offense with Mitch Trubisky, where there was an emphasis on the run. They got a lot better production, but they were also playing some lesser quality opponents. Regardless of that, they've got to have a philosophy that works And whatever they're doing now just does it. You know, I I would say tempo should be a big part of what they do. They should run a lot of no huddle, especially because Nick Foles really likes it. And it probably works to their advantage because you keep a defense as talented as, let's say, the Saints. You keep them on the field where they're huffing and puffing and you're running and dictating on offense. That's that's a great mix. Usually you can get some big plays, and we see, we've see we seen that work with the Bears and Nick Foles specifically. Whatever the formula is, they have to come out with some kind of an offense because they are just – you're coming out with nothing. Like I talked about it last time. Ten points against the Rams, but if you really break it down, six came from the defense – The point after touchdown was special teams, and the special teams hit a field goal. The offense put them in position in that field goal to to kick it, but that's really their only accomplishment in terms of scoring. You can't just throw up a goose egg, and you can't just do nothing with it. You lose time of possession, you don't run the football, you turn it over through the air a couple times, and you score no points. I mean, that's as bad as you can possibly get. So if Matt Nagy is at all this offensive guru, whatever scheme changes, whatever starter changes, uh, lineup changes, whatever it is, he needs to come out there and show some sort of semblance of offense against these Saints. Sticking with the offense for our second goal, and, you know, this isn't going to be too far away from Matt Nagy, and that's the offensive line, and you can throw offensive line coach Juan Castillo in there. You know, it's the same issue on offense as a whole the offensive line is really holding back the overall offensive side of the football and there are definitely times and we've talked about it man Aggie might call a really good play and it might be really designed to perfection and it's right there but if it's not blocked correctly or the blocking is just so subpar you see things like let's toss it out to Cordell Patterson on fourth and one Uh, let's go ahead and throw it 40 times and only run it 15 times. When you have a terrible offensive line that's not really good at anything, I mean, that's equivalent to fighting with both hands behind your back. It's so, so important that the offensive line 
plays well. It doesn't mean that you have the best offensive line or the best players, because usually if you have four average guys and an all-pro, you have a pretty good offensive line. It's not that you have to get five terrific offensive linemen to run any type of offense. But clearly, everyone's playing at a below-average level right now, and if anything, if some guys are playing average, you've got enough below-average that it's bringing the entire unit down. Juan Castillo replaced Harry Heastan as offensive line coach, and Harry Heastan is considered one of the best offensive line coaches in all of football. College, pro, doesn't matter. So losing that guy, that's a big loss. And Matt Nagy tried to tell us that it was just not working with his group of players and that coach, so let's bring in a new coach that... I'm familiar with in Juan Castillo, who was, I think, doing consultation for the University of Michigan last year. Not exactly a, a hot candidate that Matt Nagy pursued there. But regardless of all that, I think most fans understood Juan Castillo, Harry Houston, blah, blah, blah. If they have five guys that aren't particularly good at being offensive linemen, I mean, there's only so much a coach can do. It it definitely comes down to talent, end of the day. And Ryan Pace really didn't do much in terms of investing in this offensive line when it was a train wreck after last season. So they really don't have many options within the roster to change up things. But I think the Bears probably should. You know, I'd love to see Alex Bars in there somewhere. You know, he's a guy that was heralded somewhat and considered – probably a day two pick if he doesn't injure himself the last year of his college career at Notre Dame. And, you know, let's see if this guy can do anything. Cause at this point in time, you've got to find a way to be good at something with this offensive line. There's got to be some kind of change here because if the bears continue to run out this, we're going to do the same thing. We're just going to focus in on the details. When you, again, play a team like the Saints, that's just not going to work. And the Saints last year whooped this offensive line through and through. If it's going to be a lot of the same, I mean, you can't expect that offense to really contribute much. And what do you have faith in? That the Bears defense can just absolutely hold the Saints offense down with no support whatsoever from their offense? I mean, odds are I would say that the Saints have the advantage of winning the game at that point. Therefore, uh, just like with Matt Nagy in the previous goal, there's got to be something that you can hang your hat on with this offensive line of the Bears. And that is the goal this week, that they figure that out, A, or B, they're able to execute enough of whatever game plan they come up with that it's not just a turnstile where defenders are immediately in the backfield. There's got to be some toughness and some physicality shown by this offensive line. Otherwise, the Bears really don't have much of a shot. Continuing on to our third goal, and unfortunately, we have to just stay with the offense. I mean, that's the state of the Bears right now. Offensively, they are so challenged. With this defense, with their special teams, if you had, I mean, slightly below average offense, I mean, we're talking, let's say, legitimately the 20th best offense in the league, you'd be talking about big things for the Bears. Uh, I mean, there would be definitely a confidence like 2018 where everyone I think was pretty aware how challenged the Bears offensively were then but they still showed some explosivity they were able to score some points it wasn't just uh, 
a rehash of the same old stuff that didn't work. It seemed like it was innovative, new, you know, smart, all that stuff. Not that it was great, but you saw you saw enough flashes and enough potential that you believed that this Bears offense could be effective. Another area within the offense that's very concerning after the play calling, after the offensive line, now in our third goal, we're going to talk about the wide receiver because Allen Robinson might not be able to play in this game. It, it seems like his status is in doubt. And I ask any Bears fan right now, who do you really trust uh, as a receiving option? Don't even just limit it to wide receiver, tight ends, backs, everybody. Who do you really trust to, to be there for you to make plays uh, if Allen Robinson is not there? Because we've definitely been talking about it throughout the season, how a number two receiver, whether that's a tight end or a back, whatever, but a, a receiving threat behind Allen Robinson could emerge that would really change the complexion of this offense. Certainly the number one candidate is going to be Darnell Mooney. He's got some explosiveness to him, and he definitely has shown an ability to, to be reliable. Uh, I would say he's been reliable so far this season, unlike Anthony Miller. Jimmy Graham, I think you would say he's been decently reliable too, but it's just he's just not really getting open because he doesn't have a ton of speed left and you can run that kind of post up offense, but I don't know if you can just keep going to that well over and over and over, you know, maybe Cole Komet starts playing more. He made some great plays early in that game and inexplicably just benched. Uh, they decided Demetrius Harris gave them the better chance. And we saw again, a mistake with a penalty, miss blocks, drop passes. And you just wonder why wouldn't Cole Komet get those chances, especially when you invested so much? I mean, he was your first pick in the draft. Maybe let's try to develop that guy, especially since he had a slow start to the year and didn't have a preseason or training camp. Maybe we'll get him the football and see if he can become a really valuable weapon. Uh, this is the week to try it. If Allen Robinson is not playing, the Bears are going to be in trouble if, if Nick Foles doesn't have a guy that, A, put some fear in the defense. I know Darnell Mooney's over-the-top speed is going to put fear into the Saints defense going into it, but who's going to actually, within the game, once it gets rolling, who's going to be that guy that the Saints defensive coaches are just racking their brains and trying to figure out how do we stop him or that could be an issue for us later on in the game. We need to figure that out. That's going to be the challenge for the Bears and their coaches. Putting a few guys in position that maybe it's not one specific player. Maybe it's a little bit of Mooney, a little bit of Graham, a little bit of Komet. And we're going to mainly focus in on those three guys. They're going to get most of the targets. And then we've obviously got Anthony Miller and our running backs, maybe even Demetrius Harris because they seem so wanting to play him. Uh, those can be kind of our secondary threats if, if our main guys are covered up. Goal here is somebody's got to step up and make plays in the passing game. Plain and simple. Our final goal for this week, and kind of, kind of can't get a Bears victory without a really good defensive performances these days. So we're going to have to put that as our final goal. This defense, they got to come up with a, a, a great game. It's kind of like a pitcher in the playoffs where. You know, maybe you're down the series and you hand the ball to one of your pitchers and say, man, we need your ace stuff tomorrow. And if you can do that, we got a shot. And it feels like that with the Chicago Bears. I mean, offensively, 
we're hoping all fans that there is some improvement even if it's just minimal and it, it just continual each week they get a little bit better offensively he basically thought that that was going to happen after Atlanta and they've just completely stalled out there hasn't been that continual progress and it might not even come at all whatsoever but if this defense can go out there get some takeaways whether it's pressuring Drew Brees or creating some fumbles whatever you leave some short fields that gives this offense obviously a significant opportunity to score touchdowns this Bears defense they've been holding teams to right around 20 25 points a game I would be surprised honestly if they gave up a 30 spot especially when they didn't play too well against the Rams I thought it was a good solid performance but clearly not their best stuff and had they been a little bit better throughout the game the Bears maybe would have won that game it just stinks that they have to play so perfect in order for the Bears to get a victory when this offense, if they could just put up 20, put up 24, somewhere in there a game. I mean, I don't know if we're talking about that defense having a poor effort on Monday night. Regardless, they got to come out with a better effort and they got to play a little bit more solid. Their tackling was terrible against the Rams. That has to be better. And I'm sure the Saints are going to come in with a thought of running that football, just like the Rams had that thought. The Bears got to be able to adjust and play with a lot more physicality and and get it done. I mean, they're not going to shut down that run game, but they can't just be run over. And if they can withhold that run, contain it at least somewhat, there's probably going to be some throws, some opportunities in that passing game, especially if this pass rush can create some pressure. Depending on the weather, it's not necessarily going to be easy throwing the football at Soldier Field when it's going to be November 1st. This defense has to show up for sure. You look back to a year ago, and the Bears defense played all right. Certainly, they got no backup from their offense, and the game kind of got out of hand really early in that one. This defense has to come out with a better effort than they did a year ago against those Saints. It, it just didn't seem like they had the the juice and energy and Teddy Bridgewater did some really good stuff against them and you look at Teddy Bridgewater this year I know it's not the same offense but man they made Teddy Bridgewater look really pedestrian they're going to have opportunities to make plays certainly they're playing well overall they got to clean some things up but all fans have at least hope in this defense and belief that they can improve still they go out there with their A game create some takeaways Bears, I think, like I said, will hold them to around 20, 24 points. If the offense can find a way to put up some touchdowns and the defense plays the way it usually does, Bears are definitely going to be looking pretty in terms of getting their sixth win and, and a really important one when you look at future playoff positioning.